0: The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Beloved, we gather for ordered worship. The liturgy, music, homily, and sacrament are offered in the praise of God for our gathered community here in Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of ministry in our midst, and as the Spirit moves, your presence with us come Sunday. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God. one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Please be seated.
1: A lesson from the Revelation to St. John, chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. After this, I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the lamb. And All the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God singing, Amen, blessed, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might. Be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these, robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple, and the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more and thirst no more. The sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat, for the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: A lesson from the first epistle of St. John, chapter three, verses one through three. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: Please join me in reading responsively verses from Psalm 34 with the Antiphon. I will bless the Lord at all times. God's praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O magnify magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt God's name together. I saw the Lord and the Lord answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to the Lord and be radiant so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in God. O oh, fear the Lord, you his holy ones, for those who fear God have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in God will be condemned. Now please rise as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri, the reading of the Gospel, and the singing of our hymn.
0: Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 to 12. Glory Glory to you, you, O Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord
4: Christ. Christ.
0: Sorrow, when she's near to me, thinks that these dark and rainy days are as beautiful as days do come. She loves the bare, the withered tree. She walks the sodden pasture lane. Not yesterday, I learned to know the love of bare November days before the coming of the snow. Yet it were vain to tell her so. And they are better for her praise. Well, beloved, the gospel in our midst and by the word and at the table brings a measure of spirit To this marsh community. Your spirit as we identified in September is one of inquiry and in October one of hymnody. And today, especially this All Saints Day, one of recollection. This is a community of history and of memory and of recollection. It is in the book of the revelation to St. John that we are given impetus to recall that there are some things that just can't be counted. In the case of this great apocalyptic vision, this is the number of those who are so gathered. We are reminded that not everything that is meaningful is measurable. And not everything measurable is meaningful. Both meaning and measure have significance. But not everything that's meaningful is measurable. Some years ago, in another setting, after months of labor, we identified a vision and mission and strategy and goals. Goals that are smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. All good. And yet one mature alto stood to ask, uh, how do you measure a full heart? And we might add, how do you weigh a prayer or a song or a friendship or a soul? Not everything meaningful is measurable. So also the first letter of John recalls for us that we are children of the living God and so we remember each and every Lord's Day. We gather to be bathed in the recollection that you and I and we together are children of the living God. The Johannine tradition would remind us that we know this not only in those hours that are soulful, playful, hopeful, but also in hurt, that grace accompanies us in dislocation, and freedom greets us in disappointment, and love embraces us in departure. You are a community, spirited marsh chapel, a community of recollection. In the psalmist, we are reminded, we we are given encouragement to recall that we are a people also of redemption. Did you notice at the end of the psalm, the Lord redeems the Lord's people? What a wonderful word, but you know, The verb to redeem primarily has an economic valence, to get back, to pay off, to ransom, to free by ransom. Those of you with me who are reading this season, Edward Schmidt's book, The Half Has Not Been Told, will catch the historic significance for our country even to this Day. Redemption has a soulful and a spiritual dimension, but it also very much has an earthy material dimension. We are given freedom to recall our rooting and grounding in redemption. And the Gospel of Matthew brings us home this Lord's Day, reminding us of our gathered community, the cloud of witnesses around us, these are your people. Somewhat surprising to know who they are in the shadows here. The poor in spirit, those who mourn, the meek, those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, those who are persecuted for justice' sake. We in our community of Boston are remembering in these days Mayor Thomas Menino, those future religious and secular leaders might mark the three hallmarks of his days in leadership, presence, longevity, and heart. Be at every opening, including the opening of an envelope, he said. You be there. Longevity so that over time, one of every two citizens, residents of this community, will have met you as they did him and shook his hand. And hard to give and to see and to do so to serve with mirth. My first encounter with him was the day that we named our street here at Boston University, Silver Way. And with the President Emeritus standing next to him, he began, the mayor began by saying, such a name for a street, Silver Way. Is there any other? Is there any other way? And no one appreciated it more than the President Emeritus. How I wish I had been across the street when they cut the ribbon and celebrated the beginning of photonics, the photonic center you view as you leave. Senator Kennedy gathered there with Mayor Menino, and after they had finished the festivities, the senator said to the mayor, Tom, tell me, what is photonics? And the mayor replied, how should I know? And the senator continued, you received the grant, nonetheless. Presence, longevity, heart. We are those who recollect with thanksgiving, those who, in example, word and deed, have developed a sense of community near and far, heart and service, a heart for the heart of the city and a service in the service of the city. We ask you, as we come to this Lord's table, to pause for a moment and think of one woman or man whose influence in your life has guided the journey of your faith, and lift her or him in prayer as the organ plays. We began with a poem from your New England poet, Robert Frost, whose rhyming rhythm covers the dangerous darkness of his reminiscence. He may have been speaking in this poem that begins with sorrow. Mark this those who are experiencing loss in this season with the memory of his perhaps one dear friend Edward Thomas, with whom he walked the sodden pasture lanes. Notice the change in tense just once in the poem. Thomas inspired Frost. Frost inspired Thomas. They walked together as young middle-aged emerging writers, and Thomas tragically died in France in the First World War in 1917. So writes Frost. My sorrow when she's near to me thinks these dark days of autumn rain are beautiful as days can be. She loves the bare, the withered tree. She walked the sodden pasture lane. Not yesterday I learned to love learn to know the love of bare November days before the coming of the snow, yet it were vain to tell her so, and yet her praise, they are improved, all of them, by her praise. We think in these hours of those who are a cloud of witnesses around us as we come to engage in the table of the Lord Ye that do truly and earnestly repent of your sin and are in love and charity with your neighbor and intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God, come, draw near in faith, and take this sacrament to your comfort. Amen.
5: be seated. The peace of God be always with you and also with you. We would like to welcome you once again on this icy autumn Sunday to the warmth of a warm hearth rug that is Marsh Chapel. Please know that wherever you are on your spiritual journey, this is a home for you. And we would love to get to know you better and help you get to know one another better. And a great way of doing that is by filling out your contact information in the red books towards the center of each pew. So please fill those out and pass them along. We have a few community life announcements to share with you this morning. The first is that there is a potluck luncheon directly after the service in the lower level of Marsh Chapel. All are welcome for feasting and fun with us. Everyone is welcome to participate in the Eucharist this morning, and additionally, there will be a healing station under this front window on the pulpit side if you are in need of prayer. Today is the last day for Thanksgiving homestay hosts, and we could really use your support and help. So if you are interested in sharing in a ministry of hospitality with an international student over the holiday of Thanksgiving, please come see me right after the service. And we would especially like to thank the children of Marsh Chapel this Sunday for baking our communion bread. In an act of service, the children will bring the bread forward during offertory and let us all be appreciative of them. For other events and information, see our website at bu.edu chapel, where there is also an opportunity for online giving. Your generous gifts sustain the compassionate work of Marsh Chapel. And we hope in the next few moments, whether you're in the chapel with us or at home listening on the radio, you will meditate on what you have received from Marsh and in turn give as generously as you are able.
4: Amen.
6: God, we present these offerings that they may be used to extend your liberating reign. With them we offer our varied ministries in the days ahead, that each of us may be part of your answer to the cries of the world, amen. Beloved in Christ, the Gospel tells us that on the first day of the week, Jesus Christ was raised from death, appeared to Mary Magdalene, on that same day sat at the table with two disciples and was made known to them in the breaking of bread. This This is is the the joyful feast feast of the people of God. Men and women, youth and children, come from the the east east and the west, the north north and the south, and gather about Christ's table. The invitation is simple. Come and eat of the feast. Not a meal to nourish the body, but to feed the soul. We receive the bread and wine connected to the ages, to the saint of old who felt unworthy to the speaker eager to know God, to the teenager who wonders what it's all about, and to the child who eats with unburdened faith. Woven into the time are the hopes and tears of generations. There is great joy here. No one is turned away, for God is the host. Before we partake of this sacred meal, let us confess our sins before God and one another. God all of all, all mercy, be. We confess before you and each other that we have been unfaithful to you. We lack love for our neighbors, we waste opportunities to do good, and we look the other way when you cry out to us in the suffering of our brothers and sisters in need. We are sincerely sorry for our sins, both those we commit deliberately and those that we allow to overtake us. We ask your forgiveness and pray for strength that we may follow in your way and love all your people with that perfect love which casts out all fear through Jesus Christ, amen. God, hears the confession of our hearts and lips. Through Jesus Christ, we are forgiven all our sins and by the Holy Spirit, we are empowered for new life. We believe the good news of Jesus Christ, amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Let us now offer one another signs of God's peace. God is in this place and in our hearts. Open yourself to the nudging God. We feel the breath of the Spirit. Remember God made flesh. Jesus who taught us a new way. Holy God and loving Creator, close to us as breathing and distant as the farthest star, we thank you for your constant love for all you have made. We thank you for all that sustains life, for all people of faith in every generation, who have given themselves to your will, and especially for Jesus Christ, whom you have sent from your own being as our Savior. We praise you for Christ's birth, life, death, and resurrection, and for the calling forth of your church for its mission in the world. We remember all who have gone before us into your eternal splendor. Gifted by the presence of your Holy Spirit, we join them and all the angels and saints of heaven as we unite our voices with the entire family of your faithful people to sing the hymn of unending praise. Remember that on the night of betrayal and desertion and on the eve of death, Jesus gathered the disciples for the feast of the Passover. Jesus took bread and after giving thanks to you, broke it and gave it to the disciples saying, this is my body body which is for you, do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also the cup, after supper saying, this is the new covenant in my blood, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Great is the mystery of our faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will again. God of all, send your spirit to this place so that those gathered here in this sacred moment may know your presence. As we eat the bread and drink of the cup, make us one with the saints and with our sisters and brothers in faith around the world. Be with us, God, not not only here, but in every moment of our lives. Help us to know you, to be guided by the Holy Spirit, and to live as Christ now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, friends, with the confidence of children of God, we pray. Our Our Father, Father, who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy thy kingdom kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Through the broken bread we participate in the body of Christ. Through the cup of blessing we participate in the new life Christ gives. Bountiful God, we give you thanks that you have refreshed us at your table by granting us the presence of Christ. May your presence within us ripple out on us, ever expanding implications, until the day when you gather all your saints from the four winds to share in your eternal banquet. Strengthen our faith, increase our love for one another, and send us forth into this world with courage and peace. Rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit amen, amen.